You don't know where we are. Of course I know. I know exactly where we are. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We're in the TARDIS. That's not what I meant. That's what you said. Where we are, you said. I did think it was a rather redundant question, even from you. Now, let's see where we... where the TARDIS has landed. Not much to see on the scanner. It's dark. Dim, anyway. Don't look at me like that when you say dim. Hmm? light on the lock for just a second. Sorry, I was watching the camera. It'll be watching you if you don't hold the light still. Ah, that should do it. Why is it they have to make museums seem as old as the relics inside? Like still standing pieces at the checkmate moment, we sigh with thanks and disappointment, both that the game is ended. And in that fragile, candle-flame brief instant, our aspirations, hopes and dreams of empire die with the drifting smoke. Vistine Crane. Outgoing President Carlos Bilton described Crane as... Off. The greatest actor of the modern age. Such perfect pitch and inflection. Listen to the way he emphasises the chess motif. Yes. Perfect, isn't it, Curator Ganton? Well, almost perfect, Mr. Napton. Almost perfect. Almost. Hmm. Oh, you play sentence beginning, uh, and in that fragile. And in that fragile, candle flame brief instant, our aspirations, hopes, and dreams of empire die with a drifting smoke. You notice that he elides flame brief rather than candle flame. You think you could do better? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, not for a moment. Did you ever see him... Oh, um, I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry. Did you? Oh, he shunned the visual media. Well, you probably know that. No video, no celluloid. Only a few photos. Do you think he would have become president? Oh, I don't know who would have beaten him. I'm not sure who we have left in the election worth voting for. Beth Purnell? Well, we are fortunate to have Crane's own personal recordings, especially with the tribute broadcast starting so soon. Everything that Crane recorded is now linked into the archives, catalogued and preserved, integrated into the main database. A proud moment for you, as curator. Indeed. The Museum of Oral Antiquities is enriched by the addition, just as the world is poorer at the reason for it. It will help your uh, researches into Crane as well. This sound suite of Crane's will be useful too, for my research. It's very like the standard editing suites you have in the sound galleries, except in green. I'm sorry, I don't suppose you've ever seen... Oh, I know about colour. <laughs> there are shades of sound as well as light. It is an emphasis, a nuance, an inflection. Uh, run that sentence again, but raise the pitch by 20%. And in that fragile, candle-flame brief instant, our aspirations, hopes and dreams of empire die with a drifting smoke. All right, you've made your point. You didn't need to make the greatest actor of all time sound like a petulant child. Just a demonstration. I'm sorry. No. No, I, I'm sorry, curator. I'm tired. It is late. I'll switch off the alarms for you. There's no need. I still have some reading to do. If I may, I'll work through till morning. Again? Very well. But please excuse me. Old men need their sleep. <laughs> It's 
It's a dim and dusty corridor, Doctor. Can't we just leave? 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 You mean go away and never know? Wander for all eternity and never know where we were, what might have been, what was to come? Don't shout, Doctor. There might be... Shout? I don't shout. People who have to resort to shouting to get what they want are merely demonstrating the inherent paucity of their argument. It's something that I never, never... All right, Doctor! Point made, I think. Now, let's go this way. Ended. And in that fragile, candle-flame brief instant, our aspirations, hopes, and dreams of empire die with the reception a Polak sniper, silly work against soldier, soldier, Khmer, once handsome and brave as you. You can look into the seeds of time. My fair weather friends, I greet you from the grave, from within the hardest of hearts. Together, we can make this country a better a place fit, a country we can all be rightly proud to call our own. A sound gallery for the real. Just what we need. What do we have to do, Dent? We can access all the sound files from here. It's key to the voice patterns of authorised personnel. So, we need to get authorised. I have a one-time non-traceable software patch for that. Now, if you've got the file IDs, we can begin. Here's the list. The changes are marked. Computer, retrieve file crane 973-15. Together, we can make this country a better place. A place fit to live in. How do we make the changes? We sample the voice print from the sound files in the archive and generate the replacements. It shouldn't take long. Then, what's that? Is it on the recording? Mm, it's not showing up in the waveform. Look at the graph. Computer, pause it there. There's someone outside in the corridor. Have they heard us? See who it is, Father Rob. Make sure they're leaving. Over here, quickly! Dent? How did you... Come on, hurry! Over here, by the entrance to the security archive. I thought you... How did you get... Never mind. Just get over here. What's it? Hello? Where are you? Dent? Who's there? You're not Dent. No. No. No, I'm not. Oh. Stop it. 
can't. Stop the noise! Who are you? What are you doing? What do you want? I can't listen to your life. Go Stand away. Lethal charge will be... Security archive door alarm. All right, all right. Just tell me what's happening. The security archive door has registered a physical presence. It's electrocuted someone? Security measures deployed. Security forces alerted. Officer Barclay responding. What was that? What was what? That noise. You're hearing things? Yes, Doctor. I heard a noise, like a rustling sound. Really? I'd have thought rustlers would have made more noise than that. Ah, let's have a peep in here. It's probably locked. Wrong! It's just shelves. Some sort of archive, by the look of it. I wonder what's in these drawers. CDs, tapes of all sorts. What are these? Dusty. Very dusty Optical spheres. Audio recordings, I'd say, looking at the density of the holographic tracks. <coughs> Let's find somewhere a bit cleaner. The TARDIS is a bit cleaner. Where's your sense of adventure, Perry? Where's your curiosity and longing for knowledge? It's longing to leave. What's that? Hearing things again? There's someone talking. I think you're right, Perry. It's coming from through there. Doctor, do you think we should... Talk to yourself, Barry. No single man is Father greater Bill? than his policies. Who are you? No single Hello there. Man is I wonder... Off. Computer, erase changelog. I'm sorry, is there a... Out of the way! Hey. Well, really, she could have said excuse me. What was she up to, Doctor? No good, I'll be bound. Come on, Perry. Let's go and see where she's gone, eh? Slow down, Doctor. She'll be miles away by now. Oh, you're out of condition. I wonder why she ran off like that. Let's try along here. Oh, what a mess. Just look at that. Doctor, I don't think that... Perry, I have a better sense of direction than a homing pigeon. Carry on along here. Past the... Past the dead body. Sense of trouble, more like it. Is he really dead? As a dodo. Or a doornail. Or a... Hello. Hello? No, no, no. Look at, look at this mess. This table was by that door, and these things were on it. So he fell against the table? So it would seem. That's hardly what killed him. Electric shock? Maybe whatever did it is through this door. Look at his hands. No, Barry! Keep away from the door. Move away right now. Why? Well, don't you see? This poor man fell against the table, and then blundered into the door. He fell back from it and landed here. Yes. Now, hang on. Ah, here we are. What are you doing with that? Just as I thought. There's a strong electrical current running through the framework of this door. Some sort of security measure, I suspect. Electric current? Enough to kill? Evidently. So the only question now is, did he fall or... Or was he pushed?
For the rule. For the rule. Answer me, will you? What is that? For the rule. I'm in one of the sound galleries. Security has arrived. For the rule, can you hear me? Useless thing. didn't kill him. So, you think he was killed? What I think... I was it... addressing the young lady. Sorry. Well, yes, th th that is no. Uh, he's dead, isn't he? Oh, yes, he's certainly dead. And since you seem to have opportunity, let's discuss motive, shall we? The door killed him, we didn't. Well, I have to admit, I would expect murderers to adopt more subdued clothing and a less boisterous approach. Boisterous? Must mean you, Perry. Would you come this way, please? I thought you didn't suspect us. Not of murder, perhaps, but there's always breaking and entering, and at the very least, your witnesses. So, this is a museum? This is the Museum of Oral Antiquities. Museum of Oral Antiquities, eh? Sounds interesting. Is that a joke, Doctor? If you like. Everything oral. All sounds, all recordings are stored here. The security service even has its own archive in the building, protected by an electrified door. I take your point. So, what's inside? Favourite interrogation tapes, that sort of thing? Actually, yes. Also wiretaps, intercepted phone calls, surveillance data. Gantman will tell you. Is that you, Officer Barclay? Yes, Curator Gantman. Hello. You must be the curator of this excellent establishment. I can't tell you how much Perry and I are looking forward to a guy... Who is this? I had thought that perhaps you'd tell me. No. No, I don't know his voice. Well, what about the woman? He doesn't know either of us. As we could have told you, if you'd bothered to ask. Why would I believe you? You were found in a restricted area of a locked building in the middle of the night, standing over a dead body. Dead body? Not Napton. Well, perhaps. I'm running an ID check. Who is Napton? A research student working late, studying the works of Vistine Crane. Uh, we did disturb a young woman in one of the rooms. She ran off when we arrived. Not very polite. And not uh, Miles Napton, then? Well, what was this woman doing? Listening to a speech of some sort. Something grand and theatrical from the old school of acting, no doubt. Loud, bombastic. Not my sort of thing, really. Something about no single man being greater than something. Do you recognize it, Gantman? A single man is greater than his policies. It is one of these speeches from Crane's collection. We catalogued it yesterday. I'm sure it was no single man. Oh, you misheard. Perry's right, you know. It was no single man. Oh, does it matter? Well, it matters to us if you're saying we're being less than truthful. It isn't a speech you'd know. It has not been heard for many years, and the script is not in the public domain. Retrieve file crane 091-37. Uh, play from a single man. Phrase not found in file. Told you so. But that's... 
I... Oh, let me try. Are you listening over there? Play from no single man. No single man is greater than his policies. No single man Off. is able to... I don't understand. My sense of smell has faded with age, so sound is all I have left now. Sound and memory. Well, never mind. It seems that we have adequately established our alibi, so if we're all finished, then I think it's time... I'll have you driven back into town and take a statement. Town? Time we got to the bottom of this mystery. What? We need to stay near the TARDIS. We'll change sound files, break-ins, mysterious intruders running amok, and a dead body. Oh, yes. You need our help here, and no mistake. Your help? I should think that's the last thing I need. The first thing to do is establish how the speech should go, and then we'll know if it's been altered, or whether Mr. Gantman's memory isn't as good as he... remembers. But if it's the only copy and there's no script... Oh, Pennell will be here soon with Stengard. Sorry? Uh, Beth Pennell was Mr. Crane's agent. Even before he went into politics, she always worked very closely with him. So she may recall the correct wording. But why would anyone alter it? Why, indeed. A mystery. Beth Pennell and her producer, a Mr. Stengard, are coming over to set up the first broadcast of Crane's commemorative speeches. They'll be here soon. All right, Doctor. We'll ask Pennell... But before we get carried away with the academic questions, let's not forget that a man has died here. No. No, indeed. Yes? Visual identification of body now available. Name, Goff Fotheril. No previous criminal record. Further details available. All right, enough for now. What's that noise? Feedback. Static, useless thing. is. Yes? Good. Then listen. You will meet Dent at the park outside the Museum of Oral Antiquities. Dent knows what to do. Dent at the park outside the Museum of Oral Antiquities. You know who this is. You know who this is. Who this is. Museum of Oral Antiquities. Museum of Oral Antiquities. Dent knows what to do. Dent, Dent knows Dent, what Dent, to do. Dent, 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 then listen, listen, listen. I must go and let in Pennell and Stepguard. Go with him, Perry, see what you can find out about this place. Right, Doctor. Shall I come with you? Oh, there's no need. I can find my way. I, I didn't mean that. I'd like to. Oh, very well. That is if... Um... Oh, that's fine. So long as she doesn't try to leave. I wouldn't dream of it. to you. 
Stop playing the fool for a minute and tell me what's happening out there. No, you tell me first. Tell you what? Tell me who. Tell me why. You know who this is. Is that you? Here? You will meet Dent at the park outside the Museum of Oral Antiquities. Dent knows what to do. Father Will? Who is this? Dent knows what to do. Dent, Dent, Dent. What did you do, Dent? Tell me. No. No. No, I'm getting out of here. Get away from me! Don't lose. Tell me who this is. Tell me. No. Never! Who's there? Can't see anyone. Uh, who is that? I'll call Barclay. Ganman? Yes. Barclay, there's someone... You know who this is. Don't lose. Tell me who this is. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Dent news, Dent news. Tell me who this is. Tell me, tell me. What's happening down there, Paris? I, I can't, Doctor. I don't know. That noise! Tell me who I am. Tell me. What's happening? You, uh, Paris, are you alright? Tell me who I am. Tell me who What's I am! Going on? Tell Get away me from me! No! 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 Pernell, call back when you know more. That noise, Doctor. People shouting. Some distortion, perhaps, from the intercom, you think? No. No, I don't. There was more than that. Well, we'll ask Gantman when he gets back with Pernell. You say this Pernell was an associate of Crane's? This Dean Crane was the greatest actor of our age. Hmm. Beth Pernell was his agent for a while. And she's coming here for what, exactly? Well, some of Crane's speeches and performances are to be broadcast as a tribute. Gantman has the files here. Pennell is coming to supervise. And this Stengard? Oh, he's the producer. He'll handle the technical stuff, liaise with the radio station, play the files into the network at the right time. So I take it that since this is a tribute, Crane is dead? Last week, just before announcing he was running for president. Ah. He was expected to name Pernell as his running mate in next month's election. I see. But he died before making his announcement. I'm beginning to see why his speeches might be important. Thank you. 
not far. I'll need to set up the studio link. Well, you can do that from any sound gallery. Oh, it's you. I thought... Who, who is this? Did you find her? No. She must have... Curator Gantman, I asked you a question. Officer Barclay will explain. No single man is greater than his policies. No single man is able to encapsulate the whole in an... Off? Well, Miss Purnell, has it been altered? I don't know, I'm afraid. And I'm not sure I understand why this is important. Neither do we, but we must explore every avenue. Leave no stone unturned. Be relentless in our diligence, thorough in all our investigations. Another thing I don't understand is your part in this. We're a... The Doctor and Miss Perry are assisting us in our investigations. A phrase that is usually applied to the suspects rather than the investigators, surely. Look, aren't we straying from the point a little? The point being, the point being, Mr. Stengard, that something very strange is happening here. And the one piece of tangible evidence we have is that these speeches have been changed. Changed for a reason. May have been changed, Doctor. Nothing is yet proven. Then let's prove it. Well said, Perry. I assume you've checked the log. Log? What log? What log? Every file access is logged for reasons of security and integrity. And have you checked it? Disregarding the file we just heard, identify the last Vistine Crane file retrieved from archive. Previous file retrieved. Crane 117 stroke 04. It's the one Napton retrieved earlier. Oh, can we hear it? Retrieve that file. Play from like still standing pieces. Like still standing pieces at the checkmate moment. We sigh with thanks and disappointment. Both that the game is ended. And in that fragile candle flame brief instant. But uh, uh, stop it there. What is it? It has changed. You don't think that perhaps you're getting just a little obsessive here? You're sure? It's not the words, but the inflection, the pacing, the way it is said. Ridiculous. How can you possibly tell? Well, Napton and I listened to it earlier. I commented on the way it was spoken, the way it was paced. And now it's changed. Tell me, why would anyone go to all that trouble? Mm. Oh, it would be easy enough to do with the right knowledge and given a little time. But why break into this museum, disable the security systems, risk discovery and arrest, just to change the inflection of a phrase? Intriguing. You know, I think there's more to this than meets the ear. Did you know Crane well? I was to have been vice president when he was elected. If he was elected, you mean? When he was elected, there was no other credible candidate. Will you run anyway? Mm. That's what the press has been asking for the past week without much success. I think it is insensitive to even consider such things so soon after the unfortunate event. Oh, I quite understand, but I bet you're considering it anyway. Just a teensy-weensy bit, eh? How dare you? Oh, come on. Don't tell me it's not even crossed your mind. Why settle for measly vice-president or drop out altogether when this unfortunate event, as you call it, has given you a platform of your own. When I'm elected, it will be to implement the policies and ideas that Vistine Crane stood for. It will be with the love the people held for him behind me, with their support and in his memory. So you are standing. <laughs> Thought so. Broadcasting these speeches of Crane's must be a great help. Well, if you're planning to ride to victory on his posthumous coattails, as it were. What do you mean? 
He means it's in your interest as well as ours to find out what's going on. I assume there's some sort of endorsement of you in his speeches as well as of his general policies. Crane names me as his partner in his candidature speech. Mm -hmm. Except that he died before he gave that speech. Crane rehearsed and recorded everything many times before the actual performance. Even his political speeches? Well, I suppose you'd know. The rehearsal version of his candidature speech will be broadcast as the first of the tributes. Really? When? Later today. But only if I get things set up. I must get started. Excuse me. And would I be right in assuming also that later today, the memory of this unfortunate event will have faded enough for you to consider offering yourself to the people? You certainly seem to have all the right qualities for a successful politician. I'll, uh, I'll just see if Stengard needs any help. Still have things to discuss. Get away from me! Keep away! You killed Fotheril. You won't kill me! Am I dead? Stop it! Just stop it! Just tell me who this is. That's all. Simple. Who is this? Tell me. Tell me whose voice this is! Get away from me! Keep away! Roll, you lock. You can't escape. I can travel at the speed of sound. Who is that? What's going on? Help me! You have to help me, Stengard! You've screwed up big time, Dent. You know that. Just help me! Oh, I'll help you. Stengard! What's going on? No, Dent, you wait here. I think I've found your intruder. Good. Excellent. <laughs> the voices! You have to protect me from the voices! Voices? What are you on about? You must have heard them. On at me all the time. Voices. Whispers. You can't escape from them. As fast as the speed of sound. If you ask me, she's completely flipped. You have to save me from them. From the voices. Please, you have to! So, where is she now? For some reason, she insisted on somewhere soundproofed. I've locked her in one of the sound galleries. As fast as the speed of sound. She actually said that. Well, these voices are in her head. It's no wonder she can't escape from them. I don't think so. Voices. Perry, what did you see when we heard those noises, those sounds? Well, nothing. There was nothing there. Just a woman running and shouting and screaming. What do you think it is, Doctor? An invisible noise. A sentient sound source? Is that possible? Is what possible? Is he always so helpful and forthcoming? I'm afraid so. It's very annoying. You know, I think what we have here is a life form that has managed to modulate itself as a sound wave. A sound wave? And it can manipulate that wave, make it any shape, any sound it likes. You mean it can imitate voices? Any sound at all, potentially. Like that whispering we heard when we arrived here. Yes. You know, that could have been it, Perry. 
I don't believe it. A sound creature? That's ridiculous. It fits the facts. Have you got a better theory? Okay, okay. Let's say we adopt this theory until we have. Why would such a creature come here? It's a museum of oral antiquities. I should think it feels at home here, in its native habitat. Maybe it was born here, or, or whatever. And what do we do about it? We make sure it doesn't get out. I assume this place is soundproofed. You mean this room? I mean the whole museum. Yes, yes it is. Then it must be sealed. No external communications, in or out. We must leave it no avenue for escape. Communications? Doctor, you don't really think that this creature could escape down a, a telecoms line or along a radio wave? Oh, yes, I do. If it's a sound wave, it can get out through the tiniest crack, the thickest wall, or through any medium which carries sound. Then you're suggesting we cut ourselves off completely. Absolute isolation. Pernell won't like that. Where's she gone? She's helping Stengard set up her precious broadcasts. How long do we have to stay here, isolated? As long as it takes to find out what it's up to. Now, where's Gantman now that we need him? I thought you'd be here with Crane's equipment. I was concerned about you, Mr. Napton. I'm fine. Really, curator. I was working late. I must have fallen asleep. Missed all the excitement. I'm surprised the noise did not wake you. I did hear something. Curator. Yes, Mr. Napton. I would prefer to be left in peace, to get on with my research. I'm making good progress, you see. Interruptions. I when... understand. I don't mind speaking with you. I find our conversations immensely useful. But these investigators... You would prefer not to get too involved with them? Or Miss Pennell? <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure they all have enough to worry about as it is. I should be getting back. They will need my help. Do you mind telling us mere mortals what you intend, Doctor? As soon as Curator Gantman gets back, then we could begin to trawl through the archive. Looking for evidence of this creature. Or the creature itself. It must live somewhere. You think it's responsible for the changed files? I imagine our intruders changed some of them. It would be useful to know which. The woman is still pretty incoherent. Must be here for a reason, purpose. Somewhere in these archives is some clue to what the thing is, where it came from. And what it wants. You know who this is? Yes. Good. Then listen, you will meet Dent at the park outside the Museum of Oral Antiquities. Dent knows what to do. Computer, edit file. Unauthorized voice print. Your command cannot be executed. Edit file. Replay that sentence 10% faster. You will meet Dent at the park outside the Museum of Oral Antiquities. And again, removing background distortion. You will meet Dent at the park outside the Museum of Oral Antiquities. Analyze the voice scrambler used and restore the voice to normal. Absolute integrity cannot be guaranteed. A 20% error margin is inherent in the modulation. That is acceptable playback. You know who this is. Yes. Good. Then listen. You will meet Dent at the park outside the Museum of Oral Antiquities. 
Death knows what to do. Death through to the studio now, into the network. Once we get the satellite slot, we can go ahead with the transmission. Good, very good. That speech from the end of The Good Soldiers. The candle flame one. It wasn't on the list. Did you put it... Of course not. I don't know what Dent was playing at then. If it was Dent. What if someone else is altering Crane's speeches, independently of Dent's efforts? But why? And how do we find out? Oh, this is all going to pieces. If Dent talks to... The... You need to ask her what's going on. Now, hang on. I need to ask her. You're worried about your own skin rather than what we would achieve. Too right I am. And it's time you started worrying about yours, too. There's another consideration. We all need to come away from this with our reputations untarnished. I agree. But Dent is already tarnished, and she knows too much. What are you suggesting? Stengard, I'm a person of ideals. Of vision. Now that Fotheril is dead, there's just Dent left who might detract from those ideals. Might shatter that vision. You understand our problem, I'm sure. Oh, yes. I understand your problem. Any word from the doctor yet? He said he'd call when he finds Gantman. Maybe that's him now. Barclay here. Oh, good. Hello, Barclay. You've sealed the museum? Yes, Doctor. As you suggested, not the slightest sound can get in or out now. Yes. Well, I've had second thoughts about that. Really? Yes. I don't think there's any need for such extreme measures. Why? What have you discovered? In fact, I think you can open the doors and restore the communications links. Are you sure, Doctor? What if this creature... There is no creature. Sorry, I was wrong. Wrong? That'll be a first. You mean he's never wrong? I mean, he never admits it. So I'll leave that with you then, Barclay? I think I've managed to work out which recordings have changed. Gantman has... Doctor! Your... Sorry? Barclay, are you still there? Oh, very clever. Having fun down there, are you? Doctor, is that you? Yes, it is. What are you after? What do you want? Gone. Broken connection. I thought it was you. It sounded just like you, Doctor. Clever, isn't it? Did you find Gantman? No. I was going to try calling him on this intercom thing. You press the button. Yes, thank you. I can manage, actually. Um, that button. There. Yes. Thank you. Gantman, are you there? Where is there? Oh, it's linked to Crane's sound suite. Hello. Is that the Doctor? Yes. Who's that? Miles Napton, research student. Gantman mentioned him. The curator was here, but he's just left. I think he's on his way back to you. Good. I'll meet Gantman halfway. Maybe come and take a look at this sound sweet thing? Right, Doctor. Perhaps I'll see you soon, then. Coming, Perry? Sure. Why not? Let's go hunt the creature. I'll uh, wait here in case you miss him on the way.
I don't want your praise. If it had to be done, it was better to do it quickly. We are so close, so very close. We can't fail now. Think of how much better it will be when this is finished. For everyone. Just a little while more, just a few more... Deaths? No. No, it can't be worth this. It's a bit late for second thoughts, Stengard. If we stop now, then it is all for nothing. But if we have the courage to see this through, then everyone is the better for it. It is worth the cost, worth the sacrifices that must be made. Is it? You know it is. Keep your head and we'll succeed. We can't fail now. Have faith, have courage, and we shall not fail. Fail, fail, fail. What's that? An echo, that's all. So, this is it. Vistine Crane's sound suite. Napton was telling me that I, I... I thought he might be here. Must have beetled off somewhere. Did Crane record all his performances here? Oh, he practically lived here for much of his life, and of course he died here. Died here? With this equipment, are you sure? Why, Doctor, is that important? Important, Perry, important. Of course it's important. That's a frequency modulation input linked to an alpha wave condenser over there, unless I'm very mistaken. Important. Mm, but Why? About that list of altered recordings you got for me. The computer assembled it by comparing the actual length of the recordings with the length logged in the database. Mm -hmm. uh, some are just milliseconds different. It's quite a diverse set of recordings. But all of Vistine Crane. And many of them speeches which now endorse Pennell's policies and support her bid to become president. You think they didn't support her before they were altered? I think I'm going to ask her that. But why would she tell you if she were responsible? Because she doesn't know what's really happening here. That's a very serious allegation, Doctor. I hope you have proof for what you are suggesting. Just between two of us, I don't think I need proof, do I? 
What are you implying? Oh, I'm not interested in whatever scheme you've got going to try to guarantee you get elected. A few altered speeches to make you look good are as nothing in the cosmic scheme of things. But I am interested in your relationship with Vistine Crane. What's that, that noise? It's a sound creature. Aren't you? I know what you are now. You're a waveform modulation of a person, aren't you? Of a person who managed at the point of death to use a frequency modulation input linked to an alpha wave condenser to survive. 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 You cheated death by channeling your brain waves, your thoughts, into another medium by becoming a sound wave. You're suggesting that this homicidal creature... Is or was Vistine Crane. It's a sound creature, aren't you? I know what you are now. You're a waveform modulation of a person, aren't you? Of a person who managed at the point of death to use a frequency modulation input linked to an alpha wave condenser to survive. You cheated death by channeling your brain waves, your thoughts, into another medium. By becoming a sound wave. You're suggesting that this homicidal creature is or was Vistine Crane. What? Where's it gone? If it has gone. What do you mean? Intriguing, isn't it? A murderer that could be hiding within any sound, however quiet. The low hum of the air conditioning, the distant hint of a conversation, a foot tapping out the rhythm of a popular song. What's it doing? What, what does it want? Ah, that, as they say, is the question. Revenge? Revenge on who? On whom, Perry? If this creature is Vistine Crane... It may it... want revenge on whoever is changing Crane's speeches. Whomever. No, no whoever. Crane was fanatically possessive of his work, his performances, and that's why the recordings have never been broadcast before. Which could be why it killed Fotheril, and why it seems it drove Dent to kill herself. Or it may just be coincidence. It's a life form composed of sound, after all, it... May have arrived here by accident. Inside Crane's sound suite. Yes. Tell me, how did Crane die? You don't know. I'm asking. He was under a lot of stress. And he was quite highly strung, emotional. His heart? His head. He blew a hole in it. I was talking to him when it happened. He just shot himself. Dead. Or rather, not so dead. Reincarnated. Or recast as this rather unpleasant creature. How do we stop it, Doctor? Shouted it? 
You know, Perry, that's not a bad idea. We might manage to rig up a sound with an opposite modulation. Nullify it with a wave cancellation. Oh, hardly feasible, Doctor. We would have to know in advance what sound it was going to adopt to manifest itself. So what do we do? Wait around and hope it goes home? Goes home. Uh, sorry, Doctor? We need to know where it is. Maybe it does have a home. If we can track it to its lair. If any of you hear anything unusual, anything at all, find me and let me know. <laughs> You'll hear us breaking the sound barrier. Ah, there you are. I'm all set. Now we just have to wait for the transmission slot. That may not be quite all, Stengard. The Doctor has a theory. A rather worrying theory. Oh? I need your help. We have to find out if the speeches have been altered. Whether someone has rewritten our carefully scripted broadcasts. Who? Vistine Crane. And we'd better find him, or what he's become. Find him and ask him before he finds us. The sound suite is where Crane died. And where the creature was born. So, if it has a home, it's here. Exactly. Somewhere. I don't see how that helps. The thing could be anywhere inside and we'd never know. Well, if I can persuade this antiquated thing to examine each file and report any changes... But it's been changing files all over the place. So is Purnell, if you're right. Yes, Perry, but if we could actually hear a change being made, if we can detect a change in the sound stored on a file as it occurs... Then we found the creature. Exactly. The one thing it can't do is keep absolutely quiet. It's not the only one. What was that? So, what do we do if we find it? Oh, details, details. Don't bother with details, Perry. One thing at a time. And if it doesn't live here, if it's decided to move on... Yeah, that should do it. Now, all we have to do is wait until the computer detects a change occurring. Could be a long wait. Hmm. Oh, good. I should have brought my travel scrabble. But just a few files, we should know almost at once if anything happens. Wouldn't want to try this with the whole archive, though. Be gone before we notice it, you know. Hello. What is it, Doctor? The creature? Have you found it? Perry! realize that this is a triple sonic bypass subsystem? No, Doctor. Oh, I've always wanted one of them. Aha. Don't tell me, Doctor. It's a double whammy with extra fries and relish on the side. No, Perry. I think we might have something here. Let me just access that file. Better keep the volume right down. Don't want it slipping away into the ether. Have you found it? Look at the waveforms, Perry. That one is the stored image of the file, and this is the form it's now taking. They're different. It's changing. Exactly. Let's just be sure. Discrepancy between waveforms, 53%. Now, if I can just reroute the file to backup storage. Discrepancy between waveforms, 27%. Doctor, the waveform's changing back. It's getting away. Not yet, it's not. Hit that switch, will you? Discrepancy between waveforms. Move rather than copy. We don't want to hear what it sounded like. Hurry! The lines are almost overlapping. We want the actual living sentient. Ah. 
has it gone? Did we lose it? I think we've got it. On there? Is that it? A CD? Holographic imaging, actually, but yes, it's on here. I assume it's safe. Yes, yes, yes. Of course it's safe. Just so long as nobody plays the disc. Well done, Doctor. Oh, it was nothing. A mere work of genius from Mr. Modesty here, that's all. I have a secure disc case in the sound gallery. I'll seal it in there. Give me the disc, please, Doctor. No, I think perhaps the Doctor should hang on to it. He's the only one who really understands... Ah, hey! Oh, careful, please. Sorry. Here, let me... It's all right, it's not damaged. Thank you. I'll keep it close to my heart. We should tell Purnell. Yes, I'll find her. And now perhaps Curator Gantman could give us a proper tour of this excellent facility. Indeed, Doctor, I should be delighted. I can't tell you how much I've been looking forward to a little look around. Neither can I. Clever of you to switch the discs. They daren't play it, so they'll never know. Which gives us an interesting dilemma, too. You mean, how do we find out what it's been up to? How much it knows? Without playing the disc. Without asking it. Take a risk. Assume everything's fine. Mm, not an option, Stangard. It could have tampered with the speeches. It could have faked any number of confessions to things we've done and not done. What are you doing, Purnell? Are you mad? If we play the disc... Only if there's volume. I've disconnected the audio output channel. If there's no output, we won't hear what it says. You understand this equipment. Instructed to monitor the sound wave as the disc is played. Of course. It can reconstruct the sound image so we hear the creature as a simulation of the sound wave, not the creature itself. And with the output disconnected, the creature can't escape. Exactly. What if it doesn't want to talk? Oh, it will. I can be very persuasive. Very persuasive. The systems are constantly indexing and cross-referencing files. Isn't the TARDIS just down here, Doctor? That's one of the advantages for the security service keeping their files here, too. So they can cross-reference... Fascinating. I'm sure it's just down here. I'll catch you up in a minute. Hmm? Crane. Can you hear me, Crane? I know it's you in there. Trapped in there. Nothing. It won't speak to you. No. There's something. Listen. Come on, Crane. You know who this is. You know who this is. I know who this is. Death. Then listen. You're trapped in an audio disc, and you're not getting out. Not ever. Unless you talk to me. Unless you tell me what I want to know. What do you want, Beth? That's better. I want you to tell me what you've been up to. I want to know what changes you've made to the speeches for the broadcast. Changes? It is not I who alter the speeches. Not I who change the meaning and the message. Not I who seek to deceive. Forget the sub-theatrical moralizing. What have you done? You know who this is. I know who this is. I know what you have done. I know what you aim to achieve. And 
know how to stop you. Tell me what you've done, Crane. No, won't tell. Oh, yes, you will. This sound gallery may not have the latest oral equipment, but there is a crude editor attached to this player. So, let's indulge in some crude editing, shall we? What are you doing? See that waveform? That's the crane creature. The doctor says it has to adopt a sound pattern, however quiet, to survive. To live. So, so if we select a portion from the middle of the wave pattern and delete it. That's horrible. Now then, Crane, are you ready to talk to me? Well, if that's how you feel, let's delete a little more of you. How much can you afford to lose, Crane? How much of you do I have to kill before you'll tell me? Stop it, Beth. It'll die before it tells you anything. I don't think so. But you're right. I can't delete too much. Don't want to remove its powers of memory or speech. Or sanity. Then let's try something else. How about if I rearrange some of the pattern? This bit here, for example. Perhaps stretch this section a little. Maybe add a small reverberation effect here. Not until it tells me what it's done. Tell me, damn you! We're getting good to you, don't we, Crane? Stop that, Crane. You can't use my own words against me. Do you remember this? Do you remember saying... Together we could achieve anything with your popularity... I said stop that! And I said... And your what, Purnell? Your medieval ideas about class and society, your sick fantasies about power, your pathetic notion that you are somehow superior, somehow chosen to rule. You're a team. Shut up. Be quiet. I'll make you be quiet. A team? Don't you make me laugh. It will never happen. Beth, stop this. Stop it now, it's inhuman. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. Get out of here. You're mad, Beth. You know that. Insane. This is over. Hello? Who's there? I'm sure that was a door. Somewhere along here. Do you think our troubles are over, Doctor? So far as the creature goes, Pennell is a different matter. One that you can leave to us. Crane was almost certain to be our next president, so he was already afforded some security, you know. You mean he was under surveillance? That's not quite the way I would be allowed to put it. Mm. But I checked when Pennell mentioned a recording of the candidature speech... And from the surveillance log, it's pretty clear he never recorded it. Really? How interesting. 
I can keep going for as long as it takes. Can you? Hello, anyone? Oh, what are you doing here? Shan't tell. Won't tell. What's going on? Help. Please help me. Who is that? Just a recording. It was Crane, wasn't it? One of his best performances. It, it sounded... That wasn't a recording, was it? That was the creature. Come back here. You've got the disc. Somehow you got the disc from the doctor. I said come here. Get off me. Let me go. I think you've heard too much. I said get off. Oh, thank goodness. Purnell's in there. She, she, um, well, I don't know what she's doing, but she has the creature. She's got the disc. We have to tell the doctor. Not so fast. This sounds serious. We'd better check first. What's there to check? Stop her before she escapes. So, you came back. Yes, but I'm not alone. You're in big trouble. <laughs> I don't think so. Someone's in big trouble. But it's not me. What are you... Make sure she doesn't get away again, Stengard. Stengard? Oh, terrific. Just keep quiet. Have you got what you wanted, Beth? Not yet, but we're close. The first broadcast is in less than an hour. And then, with Vistine Crane's endorsement, we can begin campaigning in earnest. Though Crane will do most of the work for us. What do you think of that, Crane? The truth will out. The truth is everything got it trapped in there. Why can't it escape? It's safe so long as there's no audio output, no actual sound being played. This is a simulation, a copy. So this is it? You're going through with this? What's it doing? Yes, yes I am. It's replaying I'm what sorry. happened. That's when I, I called you. I you understand, my friend. Oh, yes. Yes, I understand. I... I wish you'd think about it. I'm sorry. So am I. Beth. Beth. There's a gun at my head. Do you feel better for that? A cathartic experience, no doubt. <laughs> Enjoy it while you can. You're mad. Let me out of here. Stay where you are. I said, let me no, go. No, don't, don't touch That's that. That's the audio output control. Three. Three again. Turn it off. You're too late. It's got out. Not the only one. Free to continue. Free to go on. Free to kill. Kill, 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 kill. You've driven it mad. It's insane. Get out of here, Stengard. Leave the girl. Just send the link up. We have to make the broadcast. Kill, 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 kill. Well, I think that's about everything. Doctor! Doctor! Fascinating, curator. Yes, an excellent tour. Ah, there you are, Perry. Been having fun? Fun? Hardly. I was uh, worried about you, Mr. Napton. I'm fine. 
Just tired. And how is the research going? Well, I'll show you my... I mean, I'll read my notes to you. Soon. This is Curator Gantman. Listen, Gantman, Paris says that the creature is free again. And Pernell is about to broadcast Crane's candidature speech. Uh, what do you want me to do, Doctor? It's essential we discover what's going on. The speech is a fake. We're sure of that. A fake? Pernell got Dent and Fotheril to fake Crane's speech. We need to know if Crane has changed it back to what he originally wanted to say. Now, has he altered it from what Pernell intends to broadcast? Everything's set here. Four minutes till the broadcast. You've checked the file? It hasn't been changed. It's just as Dent copied it into the archive. So, Vestine Crane has played his last card and lost. Just a few minutes now. Just a few more minutes. You're sure? Quite sure, Doctor. The speech is unchanged. Is that good? I don't know. It's worrying. Crane knows the speech is a fake. Well, why wouldn't he change it? Unless... Maybe it didn't know. Not until Purnell tortured it. And now it's gone mad. It's not up to making any changes. Yeah, possibly, but what if... What if it wants the broadcast to go ahead? The creature can conceal itself inside any sound. Doctor, it could be hiding inside the speech. Yes, Perry. And if the speech is broadcast... It will escape. More than that, it can't copy itself. Because there'd just be a copy of the sound it was making. Mm, but a broadcast is different. The creature will manifest a version of itself everywhere that the broadcast is received. You mean there'll be millions of versions of it called into existence? And all mad. Homicidal. That's exactly what I mean. Pennell! Pennell, can you hear me? You have to stop the broadcast, Pennell. No chance, Doctor. In just two minutes, the late, great Vistine Crane will endorse me as the bearer of his ideals and the arch-proponent of his policies. But the creature is... The creature is irrelevant. A poor, pathetic, broken... It's neither poor nor pathetic, Pennell. You have to... Pennell? Pennell! Oh, the arrogant fool. We have to stop the broadcast. Which means getting to the broadcast room. Oh, that would take too long. I can stop it from the sound gallery she's in. Wait here. I'll be quicker alone. But, Doctor, the creature's out there somewhere. Nonsense. It'll be hiding in the speech by now. But what if it isn't? What if it waits till the broadcast starts? I'll worry about that when it happens. Just over a minute. I shall have to start taking some exercise. Oh, don't like the sound of that. I know what you're up to, Crane, and I'm going to stop you. Stop you, stop you. <laughs> you're too late, Doctor. You won't succeed. I'll stop you. You shan't escape. Ah, the noise. Got to keep going. Got to. Got to get to Penel. Got to stop. To stop. Broadcast will commence in 40 seconds. No! 
succeed. I'll stop you. You shan't escape. Ah! The noise. It's got to keep going. Got to. Got to get to Penel. Got to stop. To stop. With your endorsement, your backing. Fate? Not me. But people will believe it's you. It will be your fault, 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 fault. Bistine Crane, the greatest actor of the age, perhaps the greatest politician. Come to this. Come to this. Stop her! Broadcast will commence in 20 seconds. Thank you. Ah, oh, Doctor, you're just in time. Broadcast will commence in 20 seconds. You have to stop this, Pennell. Get away from the controls. Doctor, stand back or I shoot. On the studio announcement. All right. All right, Miss Pennell. You win. Broadcast will commence. I'm glad you've seen sense, Doctor. It's not my sense that's in doubt. Are people really going to fall for this? I mean, really? Wait till you hear the speech. It will be very convincing. Ah, but you forget. The file's been available in the sound suite for a while. I could already know the exact words of the speech. How come we can hear them? Every syllable, every nuance, every inflection. He has turned on the intercom. But why? What's he trying to tell us? Join in and say the words as well. Exactly as Crane does. That's it. Don't you see? We have the file of the speech. So? So, we know exactly what the creature will sound like when it hides. Of course, and we can generate a cancellation wave from the file. Can we? We'll have to be quick. So without further ado, let us sit back and listen to the words of the great... Hurry up, Gantman. Have you done it? My friends, I have made no secret of my opinions of the current administration. I have made no secret of my own plans. And I have made no secret of why we are here today and what I have to say. <sighs> oh, I hope it gets better. I have, however, Be quiet. kept one thing secret. I have held back, until now, the source of my inspiration, of my vision. Until now, I have not spoken of the immense debt of gratitude I owe to my good friend and colleague, Beth Purnell. Oh, please, who writes your material... And canned applause? Save your sarcasm, Doctor. Without Beth Purnell, it is no exaggeration to say that you would not be listening to me now. Well, that bit's true. Yeah, all right. 
All right, Earth it's very good, Earth really. Lots of sound and fury. Behind my candidature. Because here, today, with Beth's blessing, I announce my candidature for the position of your president. A bit bombastic. Together. I shan't tell you again, Doctor. Uh, what is the uh, audio broadcast output reading on the main console? Audio broadcast output... Ah, this one. It, it's a flat wave. Silence. Then we've done it. Stop poking me in the ribs. This is your last warning, Doctor. I said stop it. Doctor... Doctor! What's happening? Is he all right? Doctor, open this door. Doctor! Yes? Purnell, I've been trying to get through. There's no sound. Nothing's being broadcast. What? The studio's going spare. They've got an announcer and some so-called experts covering. But we have to sort this out. And quick, or they'll chop us. I don't know what's happening, but we're just broadcasting silence. The doctor... Well done, everyone. I inserted the cancellation wave between Stengard's equipment and the broadcast output. They won't be full for long. Stengard, what's going on? The file was playing, but with no broadcast sound, just a flat wave. What's he done? What's he done? Um, are you talking about me? It's called wave cancellation. You may have slowed me down, Doctor, but that's all. I promise you that. Promises, promises. Political promises, are they, Miss Purnell? The sort that can just be forgotten, swept aside once you're in power. An election is a mandate to govern for the people. It isn't a carte blanche. If you're elected on a particular manifesto, it behoves you to stick to it. You can't just throw away the will of the electorate and decide that you know best. Particularly since you're running your whole campaign on a false premise, on a fraud. Is this the time for political debate, Doctor? Doctor, for all your prattling and posturing, you have no idea of the way I'm politics. Try politics. again, Sweet. Gantman, is there any way we can block her broadcast from here? Oh, no, Doctor, we'd have to get to Stengard. Well, has a gun, what's the betting Stengard has as well? Someone who will not balk at the unpopularity. We can rebuild our society, Doctor. But not without pain. Not without blood, not without tears, and I'm the only one that can do it. That's for the people to decide. That's what democracy's about. Democracy? An outdated, unworkable system that disperses power so thinly it hardly exists. A morally justifiable way of doing nothing. Procrastination-made politic. All set. I've linked the file through directly so there'll be no interference. You hear that, Doctor? You've lost. You and that creature... You've had your shot and missed. The creature was nothing to do with me, Pennell. But maybe it was closer to my morals than I thought. Maybe it's a shame that it's dead. Dead? Are you sure? It was hidden in your broadcast. Well, that's why we inserted the cancellation wave. Don't tell me you were arrogant enough to think that was all for your benefit. The creature is dead, Pennell. So without the threat of what Crane had become, why don't we talk about things sensibly?
Crane couldn't stop me when he was alive, Doctor. Calling on his memory won't stop me now. You've done me a favor, Doctor. But don't expect any gratitude. Oh, I'm not listening to any more of that rubbish. Well, what did she mean that Crane couldn't stop her when he was alive? Something to do with the uh, candidature speech, perhaps? Or Crane's death? I heard it. What? Crane's suicide. I, I heard him shoot himself. The creature replayed it like a recording. Well, that could be important, Perry. When did you hear it? So, not dead after all. So this is it. Is this You're what you heard, Perry? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Yes, Doctor. I hope you understand, my friend. Oh, Can yes. you record this, Captain? Yes, I understand. I... I wish you'd think about it. So am I. Beth. Beth. There's a gun. What are you trying to tell us? Are we supposed to work out something from that? There's nothing, Doctor. It's gone. Did you get it? Well, some of it. Crane shot himself. Pennell tried to talk him out of it, but... Well, it certainly sounded like it. Play back what you have, will you? Understand? I... I wish you'd think about it. So am I. Beth. Beth. There's a gun at my head. He's operating the sound suite controls. <laughs> Seems clear enough. He's talking to Pennell, tells her he's going to shoot himself, and then goes into his machinery or whatever before pulling the trigger. No, there's something... May I? Let's replay the last few seconds. Beth. There's a gun at my head. It's a strange thing to say. Well, that noise... <laughs> If he hadn't shot himself, what would you guess they were talking about? What would you say Pennell was trying to talk Crane out of? Not suicide. His speech. Denouncing Pernell. Exactly. That's what he was going through with. And when he said, there's a gun at my head... He meant exactly that. Someone was pointing a gun at his head. Probably from behind. Not Pernell. She was on the phone. Let's play the last moments again. Beth. There's a gun. That wasn't suicide. It was murder. Play that bit again. That's not a mechanical sound, it's a person. Eh? And we all know who makes that sound. Stengard. And Stengard works for Pernell. Napton, I must warn Napton. Gentlemen, wait! We should... Oh. Hello? Who's there? Error code 779. What? Do you require more information? So this thing has an audio help system. Crane thought of everything. Do you require more information? Yes. Museum main security systems have bypassed local control. Crane speech file no longer accessible. Damn you, Doctor. How have you managed that? Sound suite help system unable to answer your question. Never mind. How do I regain access to the file? Help system suggests electronic bypass of local security systems. That's not possible, surely. 
Do you want re-engineering instructions for security bypass? Yes. What do I do? Disconnect main power supply from preamp and security cutouts. Reconnect main power supply direct to playback facility. Other instructions will follow. You're joking. I'm not messing with the main power supply. Main power supply disabled. Now running on auxiliary systems. No danger. Repeat. No danger. All right. Let's try it. I've never heard of doing it this way. Are you sure there's no power in this cable? No power. Good. I wouldn't want to wrench out a live cable. I wouldn't have said this was designed to be pulled out. Still, what have I got to lose? Nothing, Stengard. What? Nothing except your life. Oh, God! It's live! Ah! In which case, there's nothing to stop us intercepting the broadcast. Come on, then. Uh, hello? Hello? Who's there? It's me. Ah, oh, Mr. Napton, thank goodness, I thought... Be careful. There's a body just in front of you. Body? Stengard. I found him just now. I heard a noise... He's dead. Electrocuted himself by the look of it. There's a live cable that's pulled loose. Computer, disconnect power to the sound suite systems. Are you all right, Mr. Napton? I was worried. I'm fine. And I'm glad you're here. I wanted to say goodbye. I have to leave soon. You finished your research? Oh, yes. I'm finished here now. Gatman! Gatman, is that you? Ah, there you are. Stengard? He's dead. Electrocuted himself. Mr. Napton was telling me. Napton? Tell them, my friend. Tell them what happened. I don't understand. Are you all right, curator? Oh, of course I'm all right. Tell them, Mr. Napton. Mr. Gantman? Yes. There's... there's nobody here. Apart from us, the room is empty. But I... No, I was just talking to him. When you came in, I... So where did he go? Go? He didn't go anywhere. He's still here. Aren't you Napton? Or should I say, Vistine Crane? Napton is Crane? You were talking to the creature? I think creature is a rather harsh description. So it is true. Yes, yes my friend. I, I am sorry for the deception. deception. I, I owe you a debt, debt of thanks. thanks. And the doctor also. Oh, really? Indeed, doctor. I was. Hurt, injured. But the smoothing wave you inserted into the broadcast had a healing effect. It did not destroy me, but it did smooth my excesses, calm my anguish and anger. I'm glad you're feeling better. Much better, Doctor. Much, much better. Good. Because I need your help. Need the broadcast link before the studio cuts us off. Broadcast link. Thank you. Hello. At last. Hello. Are you in there? Open this door. You've changed your tune, Doctor. 
Come to hear my moment of glory? No, to give you one last chance to stop this madness. <laughs> madness? This is the only sane way out of the weakness our pathetic leaders have inflicted upon us. Letting people choose is not a weakness. Tell that to the starving, to the homeless. Tell that to the dying. There's nothing I can say. Nothing. Then I'm sorry. Sorry? My friends, this is my finest hour. I have made no secret of my opinions of the current administration. I have made no secret of my own plans. And Crane is dead and you can't no stop me now. My victory is complete. Today and what I have to say. I have, however, kept one thing secret. I have held back, until now, the source of my inspiration, of my vision and drive. Without Beth Purnell, it is no exaggeration to say that you would not be listening to me now. Hers is a motivation behind my candidature. It is a vision and drive that, like you, I find utterly what? abhorrent. What have you done? Your finest hour, I think you said. People like Beth Purnell, that I stand before you today to announce my candidature for the position of your president. Stop it. Stop the broadcast. Stengard, stop the fire playing. Stengard, can you hear me? Stengard isn't there. And he couldn't stop it anyway. It isn't a fire that's playing. Crane. Clever, how he can modulate a sound wave so there's more than one voice, isn't it? Like having a multi-track mind. Doctor, you have to stop it. Please. We need a strong hand, not more liberal, democratic posturing and pragmatism. A strong hand that you can bring. Exactly. At the expense of freedom, freedom of speech, association, thought. We've all seen where they get us, Doctor. It's time for a change. Time to take control. And that's why you altered Crane's speeches. That's how you justify lying to the people. The people you want to elect you as their leader, as their moral guardian. It's worth any cost, Doctor. Any cost. Even a life. Even my life. So this is it. You're going through with the speech. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I hope you understand, my friend. Oh, yes. Yes, I understand. I... I wish you'd think about it. Sorry. So am I. Beth. Beth. Your man has a gun at my head. That's not what happened. Isn't it? That's not how it sounded, but it's what happened. We've just clarified it, removed any ambiguity. You're playing with words, Doctor. And I thought that was your province. So, was it worth it? Was it worth the deaths of Fotheril and Dent of Stengard? Any cost. Even having Vistine Crane killed when he was about to denounce you? Yes, yes, that above all. Crane had to die. That was the only way. He would have set us back years pandering to the people. It was a small price to pay. A small price? A man's life is a small price? Yes! Then yours is not a world in which I would want to live. Whatever you think you can achieve, Pernell, it isn't worth it. And it will never happen now. You haven't defeated me. People are fickle, they will forget. Crane had to die. That was the only way. It was a small price. What's happening? A small price. Condemned out of your own mouth. I think you'll be in the political wilderness for quite a while. 
you were broadcasting us. And that's assuming you ever get out of jail. If Barclay gets his skates on, this could be the first arrest broadcast live to the nation. Doctor, you'll pay for this. Are you threatening me? In front of how many million witnesses? I give you the future. Why? Black Well, you got your murderer. If I can find her. Oh, don't worry. Where can she go? No one will listen to her for a while. But people like that always find a way in time. Yes. Well, it's time now for us to say goodbye. Oh, do you have to leave so soon? We can't stay. The doctor's clothes are too loud for this museum. (laughs) What will you do, Crane? Well, I shall stay here. I'm in a unique position to help curate a Gantman. An excellent idea. We'll drop by in a few years to see how... um, hear how you're getting along. I'll take you back into town. Actually, if you could take us back to where you first found us, that would be a help. Well, if you say so. Don't worry about it. Curator Gantman, did you... The message? Oh, yes, it's ready. Good. Now you hear me? Panel was right about one thing. What was that thing? It's what you say that's important, not how loudly you say it. Could be a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, but signifying nothing. (sighs) I'm glad you've learned that at last, Doctor. Me? (laughs) Me? You're the one that needs to learn how to speak properly. Here we are. What's that? That is proof that it's not where you go that's important. It's how you get there. Come on, Perry. So long. It's been real. So long? So long? What sort of language is that? Proof, if proof were needed, I think. Goodbye. Oh, um, goodbye. So long? Oh, it's time you learned to speak in decent English. I am watched. Now I've heard everything. Computer, activate car door and start the engine. It'll take planning, but I'll get back. Back to power. I just need time. People I can count on. Computer mailbox, any messages? You have 23 messages. Most recent first. They are from Hans Stengard, Catherine Sullivan, Emmanuel Gethsemane. Stengard? I thought... What's the message from Stengard? Voice message received at 1827 today. Message is... A small price to pay. Goodbye, Beth Purnell. Ah!